audio on. Crease pretty bad. What? I said they're creased pretty bad. Mine or yours? Yours. Look at the shoes you're wearing. You're going to talk about my shoes. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me okay? Jason, you got us? Somebody's shaking their head in the middle. Yeah, we got you. Good. Okay. Nice. Um, again, please identify yourself to Coach Anderson when asking questions. We'll start with uh, some opening comments from Coach, and then we'll turn it over for questions. It's been a while since we talked. Open week came at a good time for us. Um, beat up a little bit first three games of the year, especially coming out of Alabama. Some uh, bumps and bruises that, that this last week will help with. Uh, I think emotionally beat up as well. Season has not gone the way we want. We're still struggling to figure out the identity of this football team. Clearly showed against Weber the other night. We haven't talked since that game. Did not go the way we wanted. Uh, played about as bad as we could play. We'll say that I, I thought Coach Hill and his group did a great job. I know I talked about that after the after the game, but they got a good football team. They're going a lot of games. They could be a lot of people, and we uh, we didn't help help matters by playing as poorly as we did. The uh, last week has been about analyzing every ounce of this program from top down, head coach to managers, all the way way in between, trying to figure out you know how to gain some experience. Uh, quickly, which is hard to do. You kind of get that one play at a time. We've got a very inexperienced football team. Lost a lot of talent from last year's team. This this group is different. We're trying to figure out the learning curve and speed it up. Uh, it has proven to, to uh, be a challenge. Got to figure out what this team can do, what we're good at. May not be the same things as last year's team uh, in, in any of those phases, what we can hang our hat on. And, and we've got to um, find some consistency, and that's been a challenge as well. So. Had a really good week. I think guys were open to being coached. Guys were very accountable along the way. Great conversations with almost every guy that's getting on the field, individual conversations, challenging those guys, challenging coaches, watching every ounce of tape, trying to find a way for us to improve, improve quickly and start playing the game the way we're capable of playing, playing ball in a competitive, in a competitive way. So I uh, appreciate the guys' responses. It's been good. We've had several really good practices, one of our best last night uh, out here. And, and, and if we will continue to work that way, this group's going to get better, get better quickly when we need to, because UNLV is a, a much better football team than we saw a year ago. A lot of returners. I think the quarterback makes it go. Broomfield is playing very well. Uh, 70%, I think, completion rating with only one pick says a lot about how he's controlling the ball. But maybe the hidden message is uh, just how well he's moving the chains with his feet. Don't know what his stats were, but he moved the chains several times against North Texas. They've scored 50 points in two of their games. Completely different look than what we saw a year ago, and they were a challenge to beat last year at their place. Last second touchdown to, to survive that one. They're big on both sides. They bring in a transfer running back in Robbins. That is massive, 230-pound guy, and he had another huge game. So it doesn't get any easier for us. We're, we're kind of our own worst enemy. And now we face a team, I think, that is just getting better and better and gaining confidence by the snap. So uh, we've, got to, uh, we've got to go out and play our best ball. And we've, we've yet to do that. We've played extremely hard, but have not played well. We've got to put those two things together. We've got to play as hard as we can. And we've got to execute better and no better time than, uh, than this Saturday. So what questions do you have? <clears throat> Coach, Trent Wood with Deseret News. You talked about after the loss that you needed to find more leadership on this team. You needed players to step into leadership roles. 
Did you see anybody step up in the last week that maybe filled those roles or anybody who showed any inklings of doing so? Yeah, we've uh, we've had guys do a phenomenal job. I think accountability is not something that comes super easy. Nobody wants to be the one that says, hey, it was my fault. Uh, nobody wants to take the blame. You know, it's just not society's way. It's, it's always somebody else's fault. I think we had a bunch of guys step in and, and challenge uh, the team, but also initially just say, hey, man, I got to do better. Uh, there was a team meeting called uh, by the players themselves. Uh, I, I know several guys, Hunter Reynolds, uh, Brian Cobb, Logan Bonner, Byron Vaughn, guys spoke up and talked about how they need to be better, how they're going to be better. Logan Bond was very open with this group. Guys have been battling in my head. Just the anxiety of, is my knee ready? I know it's physically ready, but standing in the pocket's been different. Being willing to use my legs, I've got to get there. I know I'm holding us back. I mean, he was extremely transparent and very, very critical of himself. Uh, And I think he gained a tremendous amount of respect from from the guys in the room. All those guys talked about how they can be better, not pointing fingers at the team. What can I do better? I'm going to be better. I'm going to work better. I've already seen that play out on the field in practice. I've been really pleased with where some of those guys have moved. And those are just a handful. Others have done the same. Um, Justin McGriff, Calvin Tyler, a lot of guys stepping in and saying, Coach, I can do better. Team, I can do better, and I will. Now we gotta, we just got to find that consistently on a daily basis. Coach, you have a pretty big spot now in the offense to replace with Kyle's injury. Who are you looking to there? Obviously, Donna and, and Terrell are sort of the guys who have played there. What have you seen from them in, in kind of stepping into that bigger role? Yeah, we've challenged those guys. We've seen uh, glimpses of both those guys doing good things. Uh, watching Terrell, the kickoff return shows you what he can do in space. Got a couple touches that were explosive. We also get Kyrie Rowan back, transfer from Utah that that was out the first two games. Uh, you'll see him start to play a factor there as well. He, he was just injured or would have already probably been playing in that role a little bit. It's going to be a little bit by committee, I think. Uh, there we get also Brock Lane back at the tight end position. He's a little bit more of a guy that you would enjoy playing out in space. He had missed a lot of snaps due to injury. So getting both those guys back comes at a good time. Um, I think we're going to have to be smart about about how we utilize our group. It's not the same as last year. We're going to need to shuffle some guys around. Similar to what we did with DT last year, we would move him inside, outside. I think we're going to have to do some of the same things with with both Griff and Cobb and and guys that have had more snaps, that have played more. We're going to have to be more versatile with where they line up, how we utilize those until some of those other guys get experience and get comfortable in a game setting, practice and game are a good bit different. Coach Anderson, Eric Franson with 106.9 The Fan. Just going along those lines with wide receivers, last year uh, there were a lot of explosive plays on the offense. You kind of relied on that. That's been a little bit lacking this season so far. Is that something that's also been addressed? Well, we're looking for it, and we're going to have to manufacture it in some areas. Some of the explosives a year ago were just great individual one-on-one plays. We've had some of those same one-on-one situations and just have not created enough. We do need to also think outside the box offensively, and it's something that Coach Tuck and I and the staff have talked about. You know, this group, it may not be as as individual-based. It may be more schematically. We need to think uh, creatively and think outside the box. Some of the same things that we were really good at a year ago, this group uh, just hasn't, hasn't quite clicked in those areas. Uh, there's, there's plenty of opportunity, not just wide out, not just quarterback. 
uh, we, we've got to play better up front as well. But this group, and I said it in the beginning, has to find itself. Where can the big plays come from? How can we schematically create opportunities? Uh, and the answers a year ago may not be the same answers this year. And that's part of being a great coach is figuring out the personnel you have, where your inexperience, where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are at, and figuring out a way to still move the ball. Same thing defense, figuring out how to stop folks with different personnel. That, is, that has been a challenge to this point. There's no doubt. We're not, we're not consistently good at much of anything. We've got to get there, and it needs to happen sooner rather than later. Coach, Jake Nielsen, KSL.com. How important is this UNLV game to, one, answer some of those questions that you just posed, but then, two, kind of be able to change the tone of the season as conference play begins? I think it's huge. I, mean, I think we all know we would expect it to be 2-1 and one going into this game with Alabama being on the schedule. We're 1-2, and two, so we want to keep it in perspective. I think it's so much just how poorly we play, just the fact that we cannot find consistent play. Starting off 1-0 in conference would be huge. Getting a win and getting positive energy moving in our direction would be huge. And it's, it's the next challenge. I mean, you get, you get tested one week at a time, and, and right now we're frustrated. Um, I know the fan base is frustrated, so are we. Trying to find what this team is and being as competitive as last year uh, this team was, that's just, man, that's a, that's a huge hurdle. We need it to happen this week, and, and – as I said, we're going to be challenged by really, really – I think they're a really good football team. They've, he's built this thing over a, a four-year period. He's, uh, he's seeing that team get better and better. And, I mean, we're going to have to play good ball to, to have a chance to be competitive. Hey, Coach. Brian Priest with KSLSports.com. I'm wondering about the health of Logan Bonner. He hasn't looked comfortable in the pocket at times this year, and you've talked in the past about – the need for him to trust that surgically repaired knee and what he can do in the pocket. How's he looked? Physically, I would tell you he's he's sound. He's been checked, rechecked, and triple checked. Physically, the knee is structurally sound. This is, and if if you haven't been through this, I don't know if it's possible to truly understand a practice knee compared to a game knee, a early whistle red jersey knee compared to a live knee in a pocket are two different things. He has been open. He is struggling a little bit anxiety-wise with truly trusting uh, his body. He, he deserves the opportunity to prove that he can do it this week. He is on a very short leash. He knows that. We can't continue to play second-guessing what the knee will and won't do. He's got to move the change with his feet. He had opportunities to do that last week and the week before and didn't. Uh, he knows that. He has been extremely critical uh, of his play at this point. And, and this is a pivotal week moving forward. He's earned the right to show that he can do it. And he has been very, very open and transparent with the staff and the team. The guys, this is something I want to do. I will do it. You can trust me to do it. And I expect he's going to go out and play like the guy we know he is capable of being. If he doesn't, guys, we're, we're going to move on at quarterback at some point very quickly to Coop, but we just haven't been at that point yet. We had to we had to give him an opportunity to play himself into the guy we all know he is. And, uh, and so it's a challenge, and he'll be the first to tell you. I expect this week that he plays his best game. He has always done his best when his back's against the wall. He's played through injuries before. Physically, he is in even better shape right now than he was at points last year. I think it's just coming out of the injury and the surgery in his mind 
to be able to go into the environment of a live situation and do the things he needs to do with confidence. I am hoping this week proves that, uh, that he can get there. Hey, Coach Al Lewis down at KBNU. Can you go into more specifics about UNLV being better? I mean, obviously, they had a great running back last year, and this guy looks like, you said, bigger. Brumfield at quarterback, more of a weapon, I guess you're talking about. And then defensively, what are they doing well on defense? They're playing man coverage extremely well. That is, uh, that is something we've struggled against also in the first couple games. We're going to have to – we've got to uncover ourselves better. We did not do a good job of that, specifically Saturday night. We didn't cover well, and we didn't uncover well. So they won both those battles, and it, it showed on the scoreboard. UNLV will get in your face and play physical man coverage. They are twitchy up front defensively. They are huge on the offensive line. They have a huge running back. But they have settled in on one quarterback. If you think back last year, they were still bouncing back and forth, playing two different guys. The, I think the rhythm uh, probably was, was a challenge. They've settled in on, on Broomfield, and he is playing very well, completing a lot of balls, not turning the ball over, but extending plays and moving the chains with his feet in a way that you just didn't see a year ago. I think they've got 12, 13 returning starters and a ton of lettermen. So I just think the confidence of staying in the system, continuing on it, seeing, seeing uh, improvement, I just think we're finding them at their, at their best. We haven't, it's not the same team we played a year ago. And it, it kind of revolves around their offensive line and the quarterback right now. Coach Anderson, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. I wanted to ask you about their pass rush, Adam Plant Jr. He's a three-year starter now. Um, they have 10 tacks on the season, 10 sacks on the season. Uh, yeah. What do you see from him and in their, in their pass rush in general? Well, they're a four-down team, and they don't mind bringing pressure. Pretty similar to us. They have twitch on the edge. Their three technique is plenty good enough to win one-on-one, so they provide problems. I, I look at their pass rush very similar to what we see from our guys. Twitch and speed on the edge, able to push inside. We'll bring the extra guy, but it balances well with the fact they're playing really good man coverage in the back end. So I, it, is, it presents problems. They've been able to get to the quarterback very effectively. Plant's been doing this for a while. I think he was their defensive MVP a year ago, all-conference type player. So that doesn't surprise me. Uh, we're going to have to we're going to have to protect the quarterback. We've got to also keep him off balance. We can't stay behind the chains. We've got to be efficient on first down. Coach Patrick Mayhorn with the Ag Ship again. It seems like you've been having some issues with creating equated numbers in the running game. Um, there's been a lot of six on seven, five on six, things like that. How do you go about fixing that when you don't want to, you know, make your quarterback run 15, 20 times a game as a as a potential decoy? Well, you gotta you gotta hurt them outside. If they're gonna man you up and load the box, you gotta hurt them outside. If they're gonna empty the box, which we saw a good bit the other day, we we gotta be effective against low numbers, and we've proven to struggle in both areas right now. Consistency is going to be the, the same answer for everything. We've done things in bits and pieces, but nothing consistently. When the, when the box is empty, we've got to be more explosive. When the box is full, we've got to be able to uncover and be explosive outside. And I'm hoping that we start showing signs of being able to do that. We've not done that yet. Uh, we did it at times against UConn, really struggled in any way offensively against Alabama. And the other night, it was. It came in spurts, but but nothing. We couldn't finish. So this is a this is a challenge that we face. We're we're battling it, and, and again, I think also 
coaching-wise, creativity. How do we create opportunities to get guys open? How do we maybe take it off their plate where they have to just win one-on-one schematically? We can create some leverage points, some numbers, and, and some, some ways to get people clean. Uh, we're going to attack it from every way possible. Coach Al, again, can you just talk about what you see of the conference? I mean, we've had two conference games, but everybody seems to be kind of winning, losing. I mean, what do you see out of this league right now to start this conference? Well, I think it's it's really, really competitive across the board. I thought it was a year ago. Um, some teams that, that some matchups you would think would go one way have flipped and gone the other. Uh, I think it's anybody's ball game on a given Saturday. I love that about our league. Uh, the, uh, we've not had the success out of the league against the Power Fives that we did a year ago. Uh, so, so you'd love to have seen that happen, and that was a huge storyline of last season. Maybe that will happen later in the year or, or in bowls. But, uh, but in terms of playing uh, you know, across conference lines and playing against each other, I, I think everybody is, is, can, can win. I think everybody's competitive. And, and it tells you that, I mean, the encouraging thing, hey, we got a chance. The, the, the discouraging thing is that, man, every, everybody's good enough to beat you. So you got to be your very best. I thought the same thing a year ago. Coach Brian Priest, KSLSports.com. I wanted to ask you about UNLV's rushing attack. They come in averaging over 200 yards on the ground, whereas your defense has struggled against the run this yeah. year, giving up some big runs and um, allowing over 200 yards per game. So what are the adjustments needed? What have you worked on in practice this week? I know you've mentioned getting a couple guys back healthy, but what else can be Yeah, done? We, we played a huge portion of the last week's game without three of our interior starters. Uh, so played some young guys, playing a lot of freshmen. I think I looked, we played almost 14, 15 freshmen right now. So we, we need to get healthy. But two things, we had, we had several busts that we cannot afford to have where we just mechanically were not where we needed to be. We were out-gapped and out-leveraged. They took advantage of it. Uh, we cannot have busts. We, we cannot have mental mistakes. Um, we've got a handful of guys playing for the first time, and some of the motions and adjustments and shifts, we did not adjust too well. Found ourselves outnumbered and out-leveraged, and it showed. But then even there, technically, uh, just either whether I'm a gap leverage or taking a guy down the middle when I should be in a gap, uh, there, there's a ton of things that we needed to work on, and we are. I'm hoping it'll start showing up on game day. Um, the conversations we've had about the offense are not that dissimilar from defense. Finding consistency from guys that have been thrown in the fire really for the first time has been a challenge. And you've seen at times us play the run very, very well, even against Alabama. I mean, really took the running back away most of the day. The quarterback moved the chains the other day. I mean, really didn't, didn't defend the run well, uh, except for a handful of plays. So uh, both bus and technical mistakes. Uh, and when I say technical mistakes, proper leverage, not ended up down the middle of a guy when you need to be in a gap, tackling in one-on-one -on -one situations, leveraging the ball back inside. If you noticed it, the game the other night, the ball bounced a lot. It can't. It's got to stay back inside where your help's coming from. A lot of things we need to work on. And, and you know, it's got, it's got to improve quickly against this team. They're big, they run the ball, they commit to running the ball, they're good at it. We can't play like we did a week ago. If we do, we won't like the result. Anything else for Coach? Y'all got any other questions? Coach, can I ask you about Holly's status? Can we expect to yeah, see? Yeah, he, he is probable. He is probable. Practiced, practiced last night. 
in a limited fashion, did really well. I would expect by game day he's ready to go. We missed him desperately last week. We missed Kessie most of the game. Uh, that was you know, a challenge as well. And unfortunately, we will be without Phil Paella for the rest of the season. He also is going to be having ACL surgery uh, in the uh, upcoming weeks on the on the turnover that we created where he ran the ball. He took a helmet on the outside of his knee and, and did did some damage that, that's going to need to be repaired. So he and Kyle Van Leeuwen are both done for the year. Any other questions, guys? Hey, real quick before I let you guys go, uh, kind of want to make a, a statement, not so much a statement, but just kind of make you aware. Um, we would welcome the fan base and, and the Valley to join with us over the course of the next week and a half, especially this week um, as we promote mental health awareness. Uh, this is something that our staff, our players, have uh, had a lot of conversation about. It's something that there's a, there's a passion inside our building. Clearly, uh, my recent background and, and what's going on with my family is, is something that, that they are familiar with, but, but also uh, a handful of guys in our on our staff and our players as well. This is something that we've had several guest speakers come in that have addressed this topic, uh, one of which will partner with us this weekend, another that will partner with us next weekend, uh, and also Coach Arroyo and UNLV will be partnering with us. We'll be wearing green ribbon stickers on the helmets. Both, uh, both sidelines will be doing that together. Coaches will be wearing ribbons uh, on their shirts as well. Uh, Rachel Barbeau with Changing the Narrative, a foundation who speaks at both places will come and join us this game this week. And then next week, when we go to BYU, we'll be partnering with the Helensky Foundation, which is uh, Mark and Kim Helensky, uh, who uh, travel, really travel all over the country, sharing their son Tyler's story and really just talking about uh, suicide prevention and mental, uh, mental health. So uh, we will be launching some things out on our social media platform this afternoon. We'll be dropping testimonials uh, all week long. We'll be also releasing uh, resources and, and really, as we get closer and closer to games, just uh, support for anybody that may be watching, eyes on what we're doing, uh, where we can be supportive for anybody that may be dealing with, uh, with the effects of mental health in their family, dark thoughts, depression, and, and suicide. So uh, this is something we, we have a passion for. We're going to encourage the fan base to join in repost, retweet, comment, and, and really just kind of get the dialogue uh, for, for our fan base in the Valley and really anybody nationally that's watching something that we want to, we want to uh, stand out and, um, and just show people our support. So, you know, that'll start today. I want to make you guys aware of that. If you want to uh, be a part of that and join in, there'll be plenty of opportunities over the course of the next week, uh, week and a half. So thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach Anderson. Okay, players for today will be offensive lineman Jacob South and defensive back Michael Anyanwu. So we'll have those guys in just a second. 